fucked one of our friends away. It's a funny line. Beginning of the show? Uh, I think so. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Don't don't do the old liberal twist. Oh, I'm going to twist you all day. We're going to dance. <laughs> We're going to fucking play twister. You're going to twist me. I'm going to pull down my pants. I <laughs> And like I I like objected in court and it was sustained and that the the district You're out of order. <laughs> You're fucking out of yeah. order. But I was like, it was such a logical, because it was so obvious, and you could tell the guy was lying. I, I tripped him up on the stand. Like, I cross-examined him and caught him, like, lying You're three 17? times. You're 17? Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? You, you really are an attorney. Don't, don't. I pooed too. I was on time because I pooed here. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to You're Going to Get a Disease with Luke and Nick. Hey, buddy. Hey, guy. Got a special guest in the uh, studio today because we're at his house. <laughs> hey, the one and only. Jonah Schneider. Hello. You're buddy. a whore, guy. man. What's Freshly the, shaved. What, I am what, clean. What is going on? You're fucking jumping from podcast to podcast? Hey. I can't sleep around, so I'm going to talk around. You really? Are you, so me. you have what? Is that you're like a free agent now when it comes to talking on the mic? Yeah. That's it? People ask me to say something. We fucking own something, you, all right? Something. We own the trademarks to JonasStories.com. <laughs> we're not telling Jonas stories. We're not we're actually talking about like me Luke, being kind of good. we put him in his place because he listens to you. He doesn't listen to me anymore. Jonah, why do all the St. Baldrick's people take a picture of their face an inch and a half from their face and look like creepy child? <laughs> Did I do that? They all do. You look like a like everyone that's like, without a hey, hat. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get shaved for St. Baldrick's. Donate money, and the camera would be like an inch from. Oh, their you face. mean because th- th- they ask you to make like a a photo for beforehand? It's yes, no, no, not the photo beforehand. It is like everyone put their face like an inch from the camera. <laughs> it's like Nick reading something. <laughs> As Nick was, well, that bird came the- out of nowhere. It's like I got no response. I wasn't ready for it. Fuck you. Whoops. Ah, uh, shit. So yeah, man, you've been making the rounds every. So I'm you just, did St. Baldrick's yesterday. I did. Steve and I. Steve from um, Something Gate. He was there and, also. And you've annoyed everyone on the fucking planet with your Facebook. Post. I have. And, and I, 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 it's like a nine-month thing. No, yeah. it's it's not. like hockey season. It's 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 three, it's three months. Saint Baldrick's is like hockey season. He starts promoting it in like a month and a half. I raised twenty two hundred dollars being annoying. Jonah so gets two haircuts a year. Was it twenty two hundred dollars your whole team or just you? Just me. The team was forty six hundred minus twenty two. Holy 22. shit! Yeah. No wonder you're the team leader there. Good job, so guy. That's, that's why I'm annoying because. So what did they do that the Bolingbroke Golf Course? They just sit you guys up in like barber stools or something. They had, well, and... this is the first time we did a Bolingbroke. Last year we did. McBride's and Joliet. The year before that, we were at Bally Doyle and Aurora. They're all a little different, but this one was in a big uh, banquet hall. Okay. And they had nine, ten chairs lined up at the top at the front area, you know, where the tables would be for the head table or whatever. And they call us up one team at a time, and they put down ten people, shave them. Next ten, come up and shave them. And you guys are some hairy bastards. team has eleven? Then you got to – well, that's – there you go. The team before us, they raised the most money at this uh, event. They raised like – Sixteen or eighteen thousand dollars. Well, fuck them. They had sixty-eight members. Oh, that's that's fucking. I, I don't know the math, but that's uh, far better <laughs> average for your guys. Yes, that's but bullshit. I mean, that, like, I was worried about time-wise, everybody getting there in time to be shaved. Until I realized there was. Until you realized Nick wasn't so on the many team. Freaking people. <laughs> <laughs> they had bathrooms there. He could have pooped there. Ah, I would have shaved from there. So. <laughs> While I was going, I wish I should have just shown up and been like. Uh, yeah, I just yeah, I'm on a team and just get a free haircut. <laughs> Fresh free yeah, yeah, yeah. I raise yeah, a lot yeah, of money. I raise a lot of money. Ah, yeah. Yeah, kids with cancer. You Wonderful. Me. Cut my hair. All right, so get your last dig in Saintbaldricks.org, right? Yeah. Can people still donate money? They under still your donate. Name? They can go to the just go to your website. Go to the. But they can't donate money under your name. Yeah, they can. Okay. Anybody. So you could still get some cash. It'll just go to towards next year. He'll collect yeah. it in a no, month and a half. No, it's, still, it's still on this year's thing. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, I saw a Facebook post that concerned one of our uh, friends in the room, Luke Pascal, and I was very intrigued by this one more than all what, your uh, anti-Michelle Obama posts. This one was very intriguing. 
What's with the fucking the bridge, man? <laughs> oh, give um, us a little backstory oh, yeah. about what this is. Our, 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 you know, our... I I've never been terribly comfortable, sort of like reaching for connections. Okay, um, especially when it comes to getting people to read a script. Because when I was out in L.A., it was it was it's very hard to get someone to read a script because it's time. It takes time, and especially yeah. people who have the power to make something happen, they get tons of scripts thrown at them, mm-hmm. and. Um, so getting someone to read my script was always – it's always difficult. And I actually got a producer on a – he was producing a music video I worked on. And I said, you know, I want to give you my script to read. And he's like, dude – he goes, I got 10 <laughs> scripts in my closet I have to read. Why do I have to read yours over someone else's? And I said, because mine's better. <laughs> and he kind of laughed. He goes, all right, give it to me. And I don't think he ever read it. But, right. I mean, yeah. you had to literally fight your way to the front of the – so our mutual friend, uh, Mr. Greg Voitanik – um, for people that don't know, is back out in L.A. All right. Um, he spent some time. He was out in L.A. when I was out there, lived with me for a while, and then uh, moved to New York, and now is back out in L.A. And works for his brother-in-law. Essentially, he, he and uh, this gentleman named Mickey are both dating uh, twins. All right. And they have been for like 15 years. Mm-hmm. And essentially, they consider themselves brother-in-laws. Um and he now works on Mickey, who got his script, his concept picked up by Steven Spielberg and made into a TV show. What was the show? It's called Extant. It's on CBS. It's uh, starring season. Halle Berry. It's well, a sci-fi yeah, yeah, movie. I've only, I've only seen commercials. I've so never Greg works kind of like on the set a little bit, but mostly as Mickey's like personal assistant. All right. Helping him with his finances, paying the, you know. For sure. Um, And so... I was just kind of sitting there one day. I said, you know what? I'm just going to see if he'll do it. And I, I said, would you be comfortable handing the script to Mickey? Why fucking getting... not? And he said, well, you know, he does mostly sci-fi stuff. I'll see, you know, if he wants um, you know, wants to take a look at it. He goes, I, she goes, I have to read it. I haven't read it in years. So I sent it to him. And, uh, you know, just said, you know, a couple months later, I checked in and said, did you get it? And he goes, actually, I passed it along to his um, uh, entertainment manager that I know. All right. Um. And he, the other night, sent an email, and I, you know, I kind of went okay because I don't want to be a dick and be like, "Come on, read it, read it, do it, do it, do it, do it." And uh, he sent me an email back with that guy's email in there, and basically the guy said, "You got a winner on your hands." Ah. He's like, I'd have, "I'd have a couple of notes," and you know, went kind of went basically broke down the entire script, like mm-hmm. parts that he liked, parts he didn't, or that he thought needed work. And I actually agreed with a couple of them. Where I'm like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." <laughs> um, I said, so what's our next step? He goes, well, he's out of town right now. He should be back in a couple weeks. He goes, I'll touch base with him and see where we go from here. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've been at this place before. For sure. I've had, like, several producers or managers or whatever go, this is great. Let's do some work on it. And so I do the work, and then you'd never hear from him again. Because it's just, like, so hard to get someone to actually take that other next step forward. Just to give people that are listening that don't know the background, uh, The Bridge, which is the name of the screenplay, is based on your play that you've done a few times called Another Day. Yes. And Another Day is uh, based on certain friends and amalgamations of your buddies from the past and stuff like that. And, you know, so... Uh, you've actually been in another day, Jonah, right? Yeah, the first so, uh, first production, first production of it, which ago. was a which was a hit. I mean, as far as I was concerned, there wasn't a dry eye in the fucking room. Oh, it was, it was well put together. Yeah, yeah it, was it was a well put together well show, and... and it's been done twice now. Been done twice, so, um, and it's it's slated to go. Um, I talked to our former professor, uh, Mister Scotchy, ah. who had expressed interest in. He wanted to direct it. Really? And I, you know, this has been, this is probably a year and a half ago he expressed the interest. Oh, jeez. And so I, would I called love him. love to see that. I called him for something unrelated, and uh, he said, oh, you, you know, oh. oh. He goes, uh, mm. you got to send me the copy of Another Day Again. I think I lost it. So I sent him the electronic <laughs> version. to become Chet. <laughs> yeah, but did you turn him into Chet? No, Chet is, oh, oh. Um, so I, he goes, he goes, and it was, it was a really, actually a really funny quote. Cause I, uh, uh, I go, he goes, well, I don't, I'm not directing in the fall. He goes, so I thinking of, of doing that in the black box. And I said, all right, cool. Um, and I, he goes, but I still have to present it to the heritage board. Then he stops and he goes, 
what are they going to say? No. <laughs> and I started laughing. I'm like, I've never seen you wield the power like that. I just, Guess what show we're doing, guys? This one. Yeah. Any objections? All right. Yeah. So uh, it's got, you know, like I said, it's got some legs still. I don't, I, I, I'm far from thinking it's getting produced because. You, quick question. I mean, this just popped in my head. Um, because we have the access to SoundCloud and everything, do you ever think we could pull off another day as a like a radio show? No, no, wouldn't it work on that no. kind of format. You got to see it. It's a good point. I think it would be neat guys to try. Going, clunk, 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 I need clunk. to try. I was actually just speaking <laughs> um, to our good friend Nick Simon, and uh, you know we've gotten all this uh, the shows and entertainment and everything that we got, and he's talking about doing a uh, old time radio show right. soon, which would be neat. So if that concept ever comes along, you oh. know. I think it'd be neat to just try different formats and you know see what sticks. So congratulations, man. Hopefully this uh, leads to something. Uh, congratulations on getting somebody to fucking take a look. Take a look at it. Yeah, I mean that's nice. And that's huge, right? Well, um, they came up because no, the other day I was... it's tough, but I, 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 I learned. I used to get excited because I'd always have somebody telling me, "Oh yeah, 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 we're gonna make this happen," and then you yeah. just kind of go, and you sit there with like your hands <laughs> up going, hey, and you call it. I mean, I actually had to call a guy, a producer, and fire him. From the project because there were so there were so many different people and this guy was he was he would he would only talk to me to tell me to do something with the script and when I would call him with questions about stuff he wouldn't call me back wouldn't so I finally I called him and he wouldn't he would wouldn't pick up so I told him on his voice I said you're fucking fired I'm like I'm done with you explain something to me about uh, scripts in, in L A in the business if you have a script so you got yours if somebody says Luke it's a great script. Mm-hmm. I'll give you ten grand for the rights to the script. Okay, and they just buy it from you outright. You have no say in the script after that. It just becomes. If the whatever. script is purchased, um, you uh, you have no say if you don't negotiate that in. Like, okay, yeah, that's uh, right. you you can negotiate in like uh, rights to first refusal um, for rewrites, um, which means they have to come to you first and ask you to do a rewrite. Okay, which they would pay you for the rewrite. Is is this um, something that's been approached to you before? Like somebody genuinely wanted to buy the script from you. I've had people that wanted to buy the rights for a dollar and then pay me uh, on the back end. I got you. Um, it's it's see, the thing about getting a script made is, is a, it's a catch twenty two, and unless you're in like a studio okay. or have a big name, like you're a big name, you have to try to get money in place because a prominent actor won't attach themselves to a script that doesn't have the money in place for sure. But people don't want to put the money in place unless there's a prominent actor <laughs> yeah. attached to it. So, like, weird. we had sent it out when when I had actually had some people working on it that were, uh, uh, like, um, casting agents. All right. And they were, like, sending it out. We had, you know, people that would accept the script. Like, they were reaching out. And they were kind of like B-list actors, like, um, trying to think of names that popped up that I went, oh, I know that. Like, Ione Sky. All right. From say anything, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she was on the list of people that would accept it, and they were kind of deciding if, uh, or like Paget Brewster was on there, and I'm like, oh, I remember her on Friends. Send it to her, you know. <laughs> so like people like of that level, nothing, you know, not not like supers. But I said to these guys, I said, I said, send it to Kevin Spacey and Annette Benning because oh, you Beauty's just want to remake, yeah, yeah, and, or my favorite movie. And got a, I, I got a story about Kevin Spacey later. Let's see if Luke would. Uh, wants to address it but go ahead so <laughs> they sent you know then they said i there too i said just i just want to hear him say no that's all you know <laughs> so you they said the rejection well i want I talk I said, to him just yeah, send I it talk to him for five seconds i'm like just send it well i'm just saying just send it to him they can say no but it doesn't hurt to send it to him and it went to spacey and his people immediately rejected it and said he's not doing any more father roles he wants to move in a different direction and we sent it to annette benning and her people came back and said She'd be interested if there's money in place. And I went, Duh, not betting. That'd be awesome, dude. But we never could get somebody to because she said she wouldn't you can't put you can't attach her name to it. You can't say Annette Benning wants to do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't put a little post it note and slide it across the table. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You don't actually <laughs> yeah. say anything. You know, you just give a little just, so there, I mean, just to tell you who's there. Therein lies the catch twenty two. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking crazy. All right, man. Well, uh, hopefully something will come out of that, and then you know you can buy me a dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was actually there was he was working on some movie, or it was, I don't know if it was the bridge at one point where it was possibly going to get produced. I remember you giving me a call. This was years ago, and you had already moved out to L.A. And you said, "Hey, man, do you want to come 
do this on the storyboard. Storyboard on the movie. Uh, in case this gets made and you have to move out here or something like that. And I go, the fuck do no, I know I didn't about say you were gonna, you didn't say you, you, you said I had there. to move. You said, no, I, 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 it was dude. like for three months. You said, did I? Well, yeah, you no, said okay, it, was like, it wasn't, yeah, move, it wasn't it was like, oh no, not, not a permanent. I had to, you I had to make go good out money there. doing that. Yeah. And he said, yeah, you come out. And I said, what the fuck do I know about storyboard? And he goes, you'll read a book. <laughs> <laughs> well, you draw it. It's drawing cartoons. Yeah. So you read a book. It's fine. You know, I'm like, okay, it's good. Storyboard. And I was like, good to go. It's like, yes. It was, well, it was, you know, it would have been good money, but it would have been low budget. So like to hire a real, a true storyboard artist would have been way, but it would have been good money for someone who doesn't do it. I mean, you would have been like, oh, wow. I would have fucking enjoyed it. So, uh, Luke's Hollywood story. That thank you very much for uh, Luke's Hollywood. Story. Luke's Hollywood minute. <laughs> there you go. Which route you guys want to go first? Politics or bullshit? Just, just run through it. Okay, Fucking a. Let's start with Luke's text message to me. Hey, we got to talk about this. Obama mm. in a uh, town hall meeting ish. I'm not sure if it was a town hall, but blah 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 blah. He goes, you know, it'd be great. There was like mandatory voting, and people could just have to vote because it would take the money out of politics and it would just be one vote for one person and everyone would vote blah 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 that's what he said i know i'm just just paraphrasing obviously paraphrasing okay so you wanted to bring it up and i know why you wanted to bring it up it's it's a fucking great that's like an hour-long conversation seriously about what would it be like if everyone had to vote if Mm. it was mandatory and i just feel like quoting chevy chase this isn't russia but um (laughs) Yeah, dude, I thought about it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I really did. I, I, we were talking about like the vaccinations not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. And how you know it should kind of be mandatory, but it's not because you don't want to tell people what to do. Mm-hmm. This is the same fucking kind of thing, right? Am I saying that right? It's if you can't tell somebody in the United States that well, they have to do something because that's your fucking right to not yeah, do something. Right not to do it. I mean, you have that. It, I mean, yeah, obviously, this is not going to go anywhere. It's never going to be brought up. It's not going to be a presidential mandate. It's a guy fucking talking off the cuff. Don't say obviously. It's it's never. Gonna don't be. say obviously. You think it's going to be brought up ever? I don't know, but I don't say obviously because there's nothing obvious with it. With someone who who likes to say, "Oh, you know, when a Congress doesn't want to vote on this, I'll do it myself." That is a there is the the. You know, don't so don't say obvious. I don't think he's gonna, but don't say obvious. There's there's no legal justification of a presidential mandate that forces people to vote. You can't do that. That There's would no be legal justification be of a presidential mandate forcing people to get health insurance. Yes, but there is. It's law and it's legal. So what are you talking about? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's it, you made it but legal. It's, it's legal because Congress made it legal. But you, to, to force people to vote. Did Congress not make it legal? You're rolling your eyes. Like we okay. have to go through this again. <laughs> it's right. fucking legal. Uh, okay, get over and it. What it's about legal. all the? And what about all the changes he made after the fact? No, run through Congress. No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. Uh, all the executive orders after the fact where he delayed it and changed the financial. He delayed structure. the information of the law, he which is legal. The financial, which is structure. legal, which is legal. It's not legal. Oh, okay. Where all the fucking lawsuits? They all been dismissed. Every one of them. Now there's another one in the Supreme oh, Jesus Court. Christ. <laughs> I don't know why we continue to argue about this. I'm not arguing. I'm just saying that he made executive orders changing things. You don't have to go through Congress to make a law. He's proven that. <sighs> that they'll, they'll, it'll happen. An executive order is an expiration date. There's no way he can fucking tell everyone that they got to vote. And this was on every conservative fucking talk show, too. Like, oh, Bob really? wants them everyone to vote. Did yes. you watch all the conservative yes, talk shows? Yes, I do. Believe it or not. No, no, no you watched all of them with this topic just to prep for this. No, not all of them. Okay. Maybe three. So is that lie. enough? Is that enough? So you lie. Fucker. No, seriously, this wasn't on any... You're just laughing over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah you don't what want to bring... You can jump in any time you want. No, and and is, I don't think, think me, it's going to happen. But huh? I you're the one calling him ridiculous half the time. and you're well, like, <laughs> when, when It's something I have a comment on, I'll make it. There's, there's, there's nothing... I mean, it's a president talking bullshit. That's all let's it is. Talk like, about, hey. Let's talk about the issue before, instead of talking about how Obama's What do you think? What do you think about it? Everyone should be forced. I I don't. I don't. I. I think the closer we get, the more things that we make mandatory by the federal government, Mm -hmm. the the closer we come to like a socialist society. So you think he's like a hardcore socialist, right? Well, don't try to put words in my mouth. (laughs) You said we're becoming a socialist society. I didn't say. I am literally. Did I say we were becoming a socialist society? I said the more things you you make mandatory by the federal government, the closer you become to socialism. That's what I said. Okay. Okay. 
Don't don't do the old liberal twist. Oh, I'm going to twist you all day. We're going to dance. <laughs> We're going to fucking play Twister. You're going to twist me. I'm going to pull down my pants. <laughs> all right. I, mean, I just. I, I mean, do you don't you? I mean, don't you agree? Socialism is a government mandated. Where you have to do every, every, the whole group has to do everything the same. You like fucking stop signs, Luke? Do you like traffic lights? That's socialism right there. Do you like roads? That's socialism, Luke. It's taxes. It's fucking how you make a civilization, all right? So you, you, socialism has this fucking crazy negative connotation the way you're saying it. This is not communist Russia, all right? You have to participate. Stop signs are not socialism. Yes, it is. My taxes go towards them. Right. Like every every it's socialism. Every fucking so my stop sign is a socialism. Every government thing. system has a tax system. So yes, stop. That's socialism. Isn't every it? government system. Society is paying for democracy it. has that too. Yeah, it's socialism. No socialism, in the sense we're t- referring to it, is mandating the whole group to do certain programs. Have you ever been to the ER? Sure. You have insurance, right? I do. People that go to the that ER I chose that to don't have it. insurance get coverage, right? They get taken care of. They're not just going to throw the fuckers No, out. no. There has been instances where people have gotten either minimal coverage or told they weren't going to be served because of that. Okay. If somebody's got shot and he gets brought to the ER and he doesn't have insurance, they're not going to fucking cart his ass right back on the street. Am I saying that right? Well, that's human decency. Of course. And it's fucking the Hippocratic Oath. The doctor's going to take care of that motherfucker. If he doesn't have insurance, taxes are paying for it. So I'm Taxes therefore are paying, paying for, for that now. motherfucker. All Taxes right? are paying for it either way. That's socialism. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. See, you're trying to twist it. You're, fight, you're jumping away from the what I actually said. You're trying to make it like, oh, everything's socialism. Anytime you follow a rule, it's socialism. It's not socialism. Anytime you put money in a fucking pot that go towards the common good, that's socialism. Anytime you – no, it's not because you do it in democratic. You do it in republics. You do it in all government systems. <laughs> yeah, <worked> Monarchies. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. Mission accomplished. Either make, <laughs> either make sense. Go. Follow what we're actually talking about. Don't try to jump off topic because you think it's going to prove me wrong. Actually, Just address the issue. <laughs> Fuck. I, hold on. I got to be completely honest with <laughs> Luke. I um I brought up Obamacare in a in a text message to you the other day while I was at the fucking hospital, and I was like, "Tell me why you don't like Obamacare," and I put my phone down. All these texts come through. I didn't read fucking one. It was actually one. It was oh. actually one text. It was one text with, a fo- one with, 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 with two follow up ones. As jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, one. he, you know, he said, "Is uh, the reason you don't like Obamacare yeah, because I, I it gave costs him... you money?" And I said, "Or is that the main reason?" I said, and I said, "There's really no main reason." I go, "Here's the reason." I was being a dick. <laughs> Shocker! <laughs> I was being a total. I, I know all the reasons why. I just wanted to get under your skin, and it worked really good. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't get under my skin. I, I, I answered your question. That's not under True. my skin. But really, uh, let's go back to the actual topic. Uh, <laughs> mandatory voting, right? Do yeah. you think it's a good thing or a bad thing? Let's go to Jonah. Like, right. what do you think? What well, do you think? That, we, that, we, that, me I, and Luke have yelled at each other I too agree long. That enough. you can't make anything ma- like that mandatory. No, that's ridiculous. I mean, the, the the better everything gets and technology gets and stuff, more people will be available to vote. Like now, you can vote from home. Eventually, you'll be able to vote. You know, years from now, on your phone or on computer or whatever, on a chip in your fucking brain. I don't yeah, know. You know, it, it makes me worried about you, that shit. You can't force people to. Is to go is, and vote. is this I mean, a is this a, a legitimate option for for some reason? If this ever comes to be, and they make everybody, oh, you got to vote. Can't they just make it uh, also an option to abstain from voting? Make that a choice? Just like, no. no. I'm not Mandatory going to vote. An abstain an abstention well, is, is, is that, a vote, it, right? It, yeah. It, and I mean, you choose not to vote. And that's... But so, saying that the, how are you actually forcing everybody to go and vote? How are you... It's impossible. Uh, you I mean, can't well, do it's the it. same as the... You'd have, to, you'd have to do something like they're doing with the health insurance thing, where you have to report it on your tax form. They mm-hmm. show proof that you yeah, voted. What's well, a fine for... It's like 135 bucks. I don't know what the it's, fine is. It's like something... I, how are you going to find people for not voting? Yeah. I mean, it's... It, it doesn't make any sense, and they have like mandatory voting laws well, in like I mean, seven or eight countries. And the blah, things blah, 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 blah. that if I mean, let's let's think outside the box and say, okay, we're going to make it mandatory to vote. I don't here's want the, some people. To here's vote. the problems. <laughs> here's the problem. Well, that's what I mean. Here's the problems. Right now, we have like two candidates to vote for, maybe a third. Um, you'd have to open it up. You'd have to basically eliminate the primaries and have give everybody an option to vote for. Because you know, like I walked in George Bush's second term. 
and I was looking for a reason not to vote for Bush. And you couldn't it vote was against, for Ketchup Man. It was John Kerry, John Kerry, and I went and I started like reading about him and watching his his speeches and all this stuff, and like I literally would watch speeches back to back. Where he would say one thing in in one, and then like the next day would be at a different place speaking and say the exact opposite to a group to try to please them. And I'd go, mm-hmm. I, I, so I, I, can't was even, a I can't even find <laughs> that every politician yeah, that's a that's politician. Not like, no, I mean this was like flagrantly like the exact. Well, they opposite called him the flip. It was like saying reason, my so. favorite color is green. Then the next day he'd be like my favorite color is blue. You know, I mean it was so much the opposite. And I was going, I I can't even. <laughs> The Cubs are my favorite team. So, like, if you give people two options and they both suck, some people choose to say, you know what, I I don't feel comfortable ethically voting for either of these people. Well, that's why you would have to give them all these options to vote for. Yeah. Again, isn't that that's politics right now is it's it's the lesser of two evils every time it's, you know, and that's terrible. That's not good. That's not the way everybody. Or you can Politics throw your vote be. into a different, into an independent, and it's as they say, you're just throwing it away. Cause... If it's mandatory, you should be able to sell your vote. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Which Obama is what the says Democratic Party the, has been doing would, for years. What are you I don't know about? how Obama says it would take the money out of it because you'd still people would still be throwing millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, candidates. Would. it wouldn't take the money out of it at all. That's an asinine statement. The, the, yeah. the, if you have 330 million people, I think in the United I think States, if everybody voting, had to vote. You'd have it more in your face everywhere. More money. Being it would just be, it'd be it even too. worse. It'd yeah. be, it'd be, Mandatory voting would be like Yelp. It would give power to stupid people. <laughs> my lowest review ever three stars um, you'd have some idiot that's forced to vote and then we go oh i like him i'm gonna vote for this guy because he wears the same jeans as me <laughs> jenko's all right <laughs> bringing him back. we're bringing him fucking back all right man enough of that bullshit i had more fun topics um did you guys you got luke all wound up i know to a little bit now I fucking, but if you if you i rubbed his balls with the fucking are, bridge script and i had to bring him down immediately like fucking get things, angry if you say things that are so absurd of course i'm gonna get wound up <laughs> hey by the way i did i found your old bridge script like i got it in the other room and i, I, I was I, cleaning my room up just two days ago right before you posted like the day you posted or the day before i was like what's this that, that was, was like shit. a version it's like version 1.1 1. 1 or... yeah. i i feel uh, somewhat bad it because went through like 15 we, rewrites. We yeah. drank a lot one night in a summer, like last summer, and we're like, we brought out the bridge script and we're all looking at it in the uh, my garage. And I like, sent it to all yeah. the people that I said, Is this just drunk talk or do you guys really? It, want I was to like, make It was drunk script? talk, yeah. and they're like, Oh, yeah, we really want to. Oh, I yeah, sent yeah, it to yeah. everyone who said they wanted to be part of it and didn't get one single response. I thought I responded with, like, like thank you. Like, <laughs> Luke, thanks, the, guy. this podcast is just a lead-up to that. What are you talking about? It's all to make money off of your script. So, uh, The next one that we have today uh, is uh, the Batgirl cover that Luke actually brought up. Uh, yeah, we're going a little comics on You're Going to Get a Disease today. Uh, I think it was Batgirl issue 41 or 42, where uh, DC, it wasn't DC, it was actually the artist that pulled the cover of the comic. There's a picture of the Joker holding Batgirl, all right, while she's crying, and he's, like, taking his finger and making this, like, bloody smile across her face, all right? So Luke put this on uh, our site. Oh, it's on your site. (laughs) Quote, I think, for all the comic nerds out there. And um, it's a fucking fantastic piece of art. It's creepy as shit. But uh, the artist that made it after getting a lot of flack told DC to pull the cover. And I believe you posted the link from a website called Chicks on the Right or something like that. Yeah, I I started to get annoyed with – I used to follow, like, the comic conservative. Yeah. Because he got kind of – he got redundant and redundant with his – he'd like – such and such absolutely destroys Obama with this statement, and it would yeah. be so. Right. It would be, I, I, I no longer get your post because you because you always used to post stuff from comic conservative, and it would be ridiculous. And I'd the be like, hyperbole block was a little comic extreme. conservative. Yeah, Dwight. Well, I I would be like, and he was the guy who did it would make these ridiculous statements about it, and I'm like, well, that was like semi interesting, but mostly vanilla. Stop saying yeah. it destroy everything. Obama's yeah. been and facialized. I found, I found my fuck? I found myself like arguing with. Uh, I found myself like argue, not arguing, but like getting on and, and going. Wait, this is stupid. Why are we? Why are you posting this? Is like as something good? It, this is dumb. This has nothing to do with what you. Yeah. yeah. So it, the chicks on the right is another one of those conservative. But yeah. they tend to, they'll actually like 
take a stance that's not so far right where they'll actually be logical and go, well, this makes sense, but, you know, something like this. So I tend to enjoy their stuff more. Well, we actually have the cover posted on our Facebook page if you guys haven't seen it. But it actually it leads to really good debate because there's uh, the chicks on the right story. They basically say it's ridiculous that something like this is getting censored in this day and age. Like, what's the point? It's not um, a lot of feminists were very upset about the depiction of the way she looks and everything. And I had two trains of thought on this. One, there should be no censorship with the uh, the artwork. It's fantastic mm-hmm, looking. Mm-hmm. But there's another side of me that looks at it through a different angle because I'm a comic geek. Uh, Jonah, you're a comic geek too, so you could probably attest to most of this. Batgirl is a superhero. Uh, she's brave and strong, and like that's the way she's portrayed in the mm-hmm. books. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite a few years back, Alan Moore did a story called The Killing Joke, where the Joker uh, cripples her. It's it's like a graphic novel. It's fucking creepy as shit. And the cover of that book is the Joker holding the camera saying smile. And it's insinuated that the Joker basically crippled her, raped her, took naked pictures of her, and then sent them to Commissioner Gordon, who's her dad. Mm-hmm. All right? So creepy as shit. So the this cover is a relationship. Commissioner to that. Gordon is Batgirl's dad. Yes. There you go. See, Luke learned something mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. So uh, he sends these naked pictures to Commissioner Gordon. It's very much implied that he just did all kinds of terrible shit to her. Um, so Batman, to me, has always been like a PG-13 comic. That's some serious R-rated shit. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's fucking... Whew. So this cover is basically an homage to that where, you know, she's saying smile. Yeah. And they have her clearly crying because of all the terrible things that Joker's done to her in the past and shit like that. Or because he's rubbing blood on her face. Or that too. (laughs) So she's depicted as like this strong heroine. And in this particular cover, now she's basically a whiny victim Mm -hmm. with no fucking powers whatsoever. And the Joker's basically about to take his way with her again and, you know, do it all over. I can see how people can take that and say, like, you're supposed to have this strong, positive role model. There's no way this character would be crying and shivering in pain. You're going against what the comics even, you know, she's supposed to be a strong woman. And you just made her this little fucking mousy victim on the cover. So I get that. And also, who's the audience it's geared toward? Bad Girl's supposed to be a fun comic book in this day and age anyway. Mm-hmm. So these are going to, like, what, 12-year-old girls? And you see the fucking cover of the Joker smearing blood on her face while she's crying. Well, when you're, That's got to fuck you up. When your 12-year-old girl is buying comic books, you're there with them, making sure they're getting the right so, comic yeah. books. You're not going, oh, you mean... I want the blood-smeared cover, let's mommy. Let's not get that variant. Let's leave that cover there. Let's... So, yeah, that uh, that's the other side of the coin. I mean, I completely understand why people would want to censor it. It's not so much a, you know, Do a you think issue. the people that chose to s- want to censor it actually knew that entire background or most the of the artists them. that did absolutely that no, no 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 but the people that bitched about it uh no i would absolutely think they won it yeah so there, I would think they there would lies that. your problem is they're not doing it because of you i mean you had a very thoughtful process where yeah, it yeah, connected yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. you could kind of see their side but their side is oh look at that ah, it's it's vulgar and it, it's you know treating women like victims and i mean there's there yeah. were there was a a and I'm I wish I could remember the state and the city this happened but there was a policeman that put out a a, a woman was raped and killed in a park. Bringing it to uh, lightheartedness here, and you're <laughs> going to get it. As- <laughs> um, and I read the article where he put out this statement saying, st- "Women, stay away from this park. Um, don't." Uh, you know, don't walk there alone, especially women, you know, okay. stay in groups, you know, be safe first. It's a common sense type thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were feminists that came out and said, oh, that's feminist. Why shouldn't we telling us that we have you're 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 uh, blaming the victim like oh, this that... whole thing. And so there, that's where I think it falls in. You get these people that got these like their their finger on the trigger waiting to cry, uh, cry foul at any given moment. Yeah. It's, so they see us and go, ah, without even knowing the background or knowing what he's doing or why he's doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I, I think that's the that's the lies. The problem is not that like how you, you know, you had actually a thought it out. 
It's the people that are immediately going to jump. And it goes, it's the other end too. The people that immediately, I mean, people are blaming, are ripping on Obama for filling out a fucking bracket or going to his, <laughs> going to his daughter's, uh, I gar- his, agree. I'm going to play the hallelujah right here. Goes to his, go, he went to his niece's uh, basketball game. Which the only problem I have yeah. is that girls' basketball is boring. <laughs> but, yeah, man, they got really good fundamentals. Yeah, right. Um, but, even I can step back and go, okay, you know, it's not as it's not a it's not a golf game following a speech with for a dead soldier. Yeah, it's not Mark. it's not a hundred million dollar vacation. He went to see a, his family member, which anyone does, mm-hmm. play yeah. basketball, or he filled out a bracket. We all do that, absolutely. So, Speaking of which, did you win the billion dollars, or you're out? Well, no, I didn't win a billion dollars. Oh, so. I thought you were like filled up the ESPN bracket. I still have my Final Four teams in. Ooh, sweet. I didn't fill out a bracket because yeah. I suck at March Madness. So <laughs> you I suck pick it by team colors. Uh, all right, man. Uh, the other <laughs> the other topic that we have uh, is the fraternity at Penn State with their private Facebook uh, column. Did you guys see this one? No, I saw there was some on CNN, but I did not. Yeah. The, the volume was off. So, I... uh, so these guys, um, <laughs> shit, uh, they get drunk and they party with a bunch of girls. And these are consenting girls. This wasn't any kind of issue of, uh, okay. you know, abuse or anything like that, with, with the exception of this part portion of it. Uh, <laughs> after they would have their ways with their women, they would sleep over. And so the brothers of the house would take their phones out. Well, there's the mistake right away. Why yeah. do you let them sleep over? Well, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Time to go. <laughs> Party's over. <laughs> <laughs> Party's over. Let's go back to the party at Keith's house. <laughs> Bitch, you got to leave. <laughs> um, they took photographs of the girls that they hung out with while they were uh, naked in bed. All right? Mm-hmm. So they had a, they had a private... That's their constitutional yeah. right. <laughs> they took a lot of snapshots, and then they had a fucking private Facebook forum where they posted all the pictures of the them. girls of, that were in their their little frat house and they would put them up there and be like oh this was fucking Sharon look at her ass you know that kind of shit so real real classy individuals all all day uh <laughs> so a former frat brother uh former so mm. i don't know what he did to get kicked out of this group basically snitched on him he's former now yeah, he exactly. wasn't before he snitched <laughs> oh yeah apparently he was a former member before uh, so like he he took some ammo some secret shit and mm-hmm. he told the uh penn state and it now looks like the whole fraternity is under review mm-hmm. um any thoughts or takeaways from this one guys what a bunch of morons like <laughs> yeah but uh, you you if you want to be the fucking devil's advocate the worst thing that they did was they Jennifer Lawrence these motherfucking chicks. Um, <laughs> it's not that they took the pictures. They put them up on social media. This is not Maybe my stance. I'm just being thing. the devil's like, advocate. I'm just trying to engage conversations. So. I hear it. All right. <laughs> A couple things. It's fucking One, horrible. at what point do you not? does your thought process not take that second step? I mean, there's got to be. And how many how many guys were involved that did this? Uh, I think there was. Well, here's the thing: it might have only been a couple of guys, but they had a forum that all the brothers would go to. So everyone's okay. in on it. Everyone's okay. an accessory. <clears throat> did except for the guy that turned turned them in. Obviously, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. got to be. There's got to be. And that doesn't make them accessories. I mean, you. Can't I don't know what it is. Well, what were they I thinking? Know. I mean, the, you got your, your thought has to take the second step. Your first thought is, oh man, I'd love to take pictures and put it up, and then you go. Then logical people take the next step and go. Oh, that that wouldn't be right. No, you know what yeah, I mean. Or they already ask them, or even say I they could, just I could probably slept around with a whole bunch of people. Ask them, hey, let me take some naked photos of you. Chances are these girls well, in that party in that situation. Well, apparently they brought unless, on all the girls for questioning too. Unless, unless, yeah, go ahead. One of the girls protests, and I mean one, like one girl protests. It's or they got no, they have no. <laughs> Does lawyer Luke or attorney Luke take the case? <laughs> Attorney Luke does take the case because I take whichever side's going to make me money. <laughs> but no, I mean, talk, if talk, the girls don't protest, say say it was three girls, and all of them go, "Well, I wasn't real happy about it, but I don't really care." All right, just like <laughs> what's your case? Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't, it, yeah, it wasn't sexual assault or anything like that. But I mean, I guess it's more of a privacy issue. At that and point, if the right? girls don't so, care, yeah. if the girls are like, "Oh, you." 
jerk, don't do that again. You cad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if Picture one of the girls, ankles. Now, if one of the girls complains, then it's a big deal. Yeah. But you can't, as a university, you shouldn't. You shouldn't even be stepping no. in unless I, charges yeah. are filed. Can you get suspended or expelled? Oh, sure. or something like yeah. That? I, guess I it's got. A I got issue. arrested on my recruit. I told you this on <laughs> my taking re- pictures of on my recruiting. <laughs> no, I got arrested on my recruiting trip to U of I. Really? Yeah. New story. I never no, heard I think this. I've told you this story. I've never, I don't think I've ever I've heard this. Never heard this, yeah, dude. For I'm excited. For uh, battery. Yeah. One New of to the, the show. Sweet. We were out at a bar. I was 17. All right. Um, and one of the wrestlers, it, they br- you know, they bring like friends of theirs. You're out at a bar and you were 17. Well, yeah. You gotta be nineteen to get in the bars. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, but I mean, it, this, this <laughs> is pretty. Old it's yeah, pretty yeah. Like, you're drinking. It's Holy pretty shit. standard. Yeah, yeah, but it's pretty Sweet. standard. They Sweet. they walk up to the bars and they tell the bouncer if they don't have an ID form or they give them an ID that's horrible. All right. And say they're recruits. The bouncers let them in because you want to bring the recruits so the recruits have fun and then they yeah. come to the school. One of the wrestlers, there was a a fraternity out with some function and they were all out and they the guy this guy kept hitting on one of the wrestlers' friends, this girl. All right. And one of the wrestlers stepped in and said, dude, back off. And the guy started talking shit to him. So this wrestler absolutely kicked the fuck out of this guy. And the guy was embarrassed because he was a big guy. I shouldn't laugh at these stories, but I always do. <laughs> oh, he got he got fucking pummeled. So he started just naming names, pointing fingers at people. And they brought all of us to the hospital where he was getting his ass kicked taken away. And... He pointed at me and said, "I held him down, and I wouldn't even. I was on the other side of the street, just watching the fight. So, so, so um, fuzzy memory. And he just pointed. No, yeah. he, point, he named point, everybody. Point. Yeah. So I went to court and actually defended myself because I didn't know I needed a lawyer, and I beat the case. And like I, <laughs> I like objected in court, and it was sustained, and that the. the, the you're out of order <laughs> you're fucking out of yeah. order but i was like it was such a logical because it was so obvious and you could tell the guy was lying i, I tripped him up on the stand like i cross-examined him and caught him like lying you're three 17 times. what yeah. the fuck you, you really are an attorney but i the the moral of the story or the point of the story at this point is I was under review for U of I at U of I. Like they weren't going to let me in the school because of this incident, because of the incident, even after Ah. the not guilty thing. So I had to bring the not guilty verdict and then have letters from like my high school principal, from all these, from my coach, from the U of I wrestling coach wrote a letter and we had to like submit all these statements, including my witnesses that were there. I said he wasn't involved. He was just a bystander that this gentleman pointed to because he was embarrassed. And so I, I got let into the school. All right. But, they're, That's crazy. So even after the the all that the because fact, some drunk angry guy drunk got angry beat up guy. and pointed at you, yeah. Those just, boys at Penn State, well, you're going the route of Sandusky, I bet. Sorry. You know, at uh, we were out at uh, dinner last night, and on the TV they had CNN on, and underneath it said, "Should Greek life be banned from universities?" Yeah, Bill Maher had a big old rant and about was that. He was a fucking that that, douche. So anybody would think that was worthwhile, like long talking. Like they talked about it for a while. I don't know what they were saying because it was yeah. at the bar, but like. Why would that even? I mean, you're going to ban Greek life from all universities across the country because of a couple of little incidents well, that are happening. For all others. right. Just, so the the argument. Let's again. I'm just wait. citing don't arguments look now. You're talking like a conservative, Jonah. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> no. The, um, there's a lot of arguments for banning Greek life just uni- universal uh, across the board. Like a lot of uh, universities, basically, they're citing. There's been one so hazing-related death think or more since Greek 1970. Life, people are going to stop um, taking pictures exactly, of naked girls. Exactly, sir. Well, that's, exactly. But that's, that's the, 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 the fundamental argument by a lot of people is they they blame – they look for uh, the bigger thing to blame. Yeah. You know, a guy, a guy kills somebody. Well, let's look into his childhood. How were his pa- – mm-hmm. uh, you know, a, a, a group of boys take pictures of girls. Well, let's blame the organization. Yeah. Um, you, you you go on and on and on with it. They want to blame a bigger picture because it can't just be that somebody's a dick. Yeah. I mean, you know, a kid is unruly in class. Well, he must be ADD. Let's give him drugs. Yeah. Uh, no, some kids are assholes. Uh, let's, some let's, kids need a beating. Let's, let's just go back. <laughs> <laughs> Call back. Nice. Uh, let's go back to uh, our, our days at Lewis. All right. We're mm-hmm. all, all part of the, the Sigma Delta organization, which is uh, men and women, which is great. I mean, we didn't. Have... They voluntarily show us their boobs. Yeah, so yeah which pictures. is awesome. Because Luke needs it. Um, 
The thing about it is, even <laughs> insane. Yeah, it's just not. It's a delay. <laughs> yep. The del- the thing when we were at, at Lewis, we knew who the fucking assholes were. The fraternities that yeah. were the fraternities. The like the guys that you you can make the argument that it just festers douchebags. You yeah, know? and you know, and the, well, those organizations were not long lived. They'd be there for a number of years, then they and were they gone. They'd be kicked off a of camp. They're gone the again, you know, and then another one comes up. It, and... it doesn't fester a douche. A douche is a douche. Yeah. I don't know. We met a couple just fucking brutal groups. But even knowing douche. those groups, they had their years where there was, you know, eight it, of them that were all douchebags and then three years later everybody in it was nicer people. Like You know, it kinda of comes to like the, the friends you hang around with, you just get thrown in that cluster no matter what, because I've I had friends at Lewis University that would join these groups and I'd be like, ah, oh, man, you really don't want to hang around those dudes, man. They're like fucking basically all rapist and training and shit like that and <laughs> coke addicts and stuff like that. No, they're cool. You know, and you just, you kind of just go, I, all right, man, I if you want to throw your hat with them, everyone's going to assume you're that style of guy. Yeah, U of I is, U of I is, is the, I want to say the largest Greek campus in the country. It's huge. It's like 80% Greek. Yep. Um, so I had friends. I didn't join a fraternity, like one. but I had, <laughs> I had, I had friends probably in, as far as fraternities, probably ten different fraternities, mm. and I could probably point to a group of people in each fraternity and say, "Holy fuck, they're douchebags." Yeah. But yeah. my friends that joined, I mean, we got some in Sigma Delta, didn't even, <laughs> didn't even, yeah. So they didn't turn into, you know, I not you. Like, I'm not talking about you, guy listening. Well. Your experience with Greek life there had to be completely different than Lewis because that's Lewis a real was, Greek oh, life. It's huge. Five yeah, organizations with twelve, thirteen people yeah. each. Out there, you got organizations with they, they all own houses. Yeah, yeah, um, huge. And I mean, there were ones that I was in real good, like uh, ATOs, the Alpha Tau Omegas. Okay, I I could walk up to their party now. The the party they would have part like after hours parties, and guys couldn't get it. Girls could get in. Guys, you had to really fucking. You got to earn it. <laughs> you got to know somebody. You got to get a ticket, and they only give out limited tickets. And I could walk up to the Alpha Tau Omega and have some pledge go. You can't come in here. And like one of the actives would go, "Hey, hey, hey, he's fine," and let me in. <laughs> Shut up, pledge. Yeah, they would be. They would like berate the pledge for not knowing me, even though you know I've never seen the guy. But you know, you don't but have I, fucking no Pascal. I just had a good in there. I knew a bunch of guys in the fraternity. I was friends with some of them. My my friend Ken was in it. Okay. Um. But they would, you know, they were good guys and whatever else. But there were dicks in there too. You yeah. know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna play the for uh, the lawyer speech from Animal House right here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be brief. The issue here is not whether we broke a few rules or took a few liberties with our female party guests. We did. But you can't hold a whole fraternity responsible for the behavior of a few sick, perverted individuals. For if you do, then shouldn't we blame the whole fraternity system? And if the whole fraternity system is guilty, then isn't this an indictment of our educational institutions in general? I put it to you, Greg. Isn't this an indictment of our entire American society? Well, you can do what you want to us, but we're not going to sit here and listen to you badmouth the United States of America. Gentlemen! You're not walking out on this one, mister. You're finished. Delta! You bought it this time, Buster! I'm calling your national office! Yay. Alright, it's time for Dr. Luke, everybody. You ready? Let me get out my diploma. Woo! Uh, wet Nurse Jonah, you'll be assisting... Candy Striper Jonah. <laughs> Wash my balls. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dr. Luke is a segment where I scour the internet for all kinds of sex and relationship advice questions, and I ask them to Luke, and hopefully he says something Dr. funny. Luke, why do you always take away my fucking doctor? Because that joke never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Luke... 
I am a young 15-year-old girl. Yeah, you are. Yeah. You got the body of one. <laughs> I have a boyfriend right now, Dr. Luke. Uh-huh. And I talk to my friends and everything, and they're all already uh, involved with their boyfriends. But I am a Talking virgin. Talking about involved sexually? Yes. Okay. How soon is too soon, Dr. Luke? 17. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. This is yeah. you've, yeah. asked, you've asked me a Unless you're question. Jonah, and, you know, this is 1998, and we're going back in time with uh, what's-her-face, right? What's her face? Yeah, during uh, Saint uh, Joseph and the Amazing Technology. Was that girl? Who's that girl? Lauren? He didn't. I, we, we didn't yeah. have. I didn't have sex with her. Oh no! Never mind then. <laughs> <laughs> I just grabbed her boobies. That didn't count. I did. I did. I did. <laughs> no, fifteen's too young. Oh. If you can't, if you can't drive yourself to get condoms, it's too young. Luke, Doctor Luke. Same question for guys. She can give him a handy. Same question. Same for guys. question for guys. I knew I'd flip it on him. Stick it when you can. <laughs> And the dismount. <laughs> he sticks the landing. Look at this. Look, <laughs> girls, and this guy, and it, it goes to all the girls out there. You have the power. You can get laid whenever you want. It's true. Guys, <laughs> guys, take what you can get. Yeah, you're on the fucking desert. You better grab that sip while you can. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a double standard, but what can you do? Yeah, well. Life is full of double standards. Get over it. I actually like this question because it doesn't specify, so it made my imagination run wild. Dr. Luke. I'm in a really good relationship. Okay. But I did some really terrible sex stuff in my past. Really, really deviant shit. I'm clean. I've been tested. But should I ever bring this up to my current significant other? So should uh, she ever tell her current person what she used to do and doesn't specify what she used to do but she says really I, really deviant shit. I used to take shit. three dicks at once just so you know. That kind of well that's the, there's mean, the imagination running wild like well, okay what the fuck did you do that you yeah. consider so bad that you can't bring it up so she wants to know if like they're being honest in their relationship going forward that she should bridge that gap and tell him. Loose lips sink ships. <laughs> yeah. Does she want the relationship to keep going? Because Literally and figuratively. So you, you, you just no matter what you've done just uh Keep it, keep it zipped, right? The Nile is not a river in Egypt. <laughs> I thought that was like an unspoken relationship thing. You don't delve into old relationships. I mean, yeah, apparently it's... I'm, I'm trying to think about what, what could you have done. I think the three dicks in the mouth is probably... Who said it was in the mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Just three dicks. Who knows where they're all going? You know that going? video, <laughs> Two Girls, One Cup? Uh, well, <laughs> that was neat. Uh, Dr. Luke has given his official stance. All right, Dr. Luke, the last question. And this is fun. <laughs> Dr. Luke, how many partners make me a whore? At once? <laughs> is this coming from a girl or a guy? It doesn't you specify that. <laughs> from <Right>. Anonymous. <laughs> okay. Uh, how many uh, partners make me a whore? Well, if you've had um, more than one at a time, <laughs> probably that. <laughs> Um, wait, wait, wait. I thought you were always supposed to go for the threesome. Yeah. This is yeah. the guys. Oh, well, we don't know if it's a guy or a girl. Guys are never horse. Okay. Oh, okay. Going back to my yeah, stick it when you standard. can. Um, girls, how many partners make you a whore? How many partners make you a whore? Nine. <laughs> What's it reach? <laughs> wait, you didn't hit double digits. It's still single digits. Eight. Snowman's okay. <laughs> Or two at one some girl out there or two at one time. There's a girl now, out there crying. What if the two are one time or two are, are two other girls? Does that make them Oh, that No, that makes everything. them awesome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Clarify for the girl. ladies so out there. two guys at one time makes you a horror. Is there any amount of... Girl and a guy or two girls? That's just cool. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about guys? Is there a specific number that makes a guy a whore? No. No, nothing? No. Uh, awesome. <laughs> I agree with all these stances. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Luke, for um, enlightening the uh, Internet. Uh, we appreciate your uh, your diploma getting hung on the wall. Why don't you take that down? Luke speaks truth. It is time to rehash Jonah stories of the week. Hey, Jonah. Hi. Hey, buddy. Um, you gave me a text message after we uh, told everyone the latter story. And... Uh, 
You said you would have liked to have been here for that. Oh, in the middle of it, just to like you know put in my little. That's what I'm trying to. I I, rem- I, like, I actually got feedback from a listener that was there. That was on uh, the ladder, not or? necessarily, but they they know a lot more to the story. There's further details which they would not tell me, which is killing me. They weren't there, but they have for, further oh, details. Let's just say that they have further details of the story and. and um, one, they cited Luke saying, you know, the girl that you happen to be with at the time, the reason she doesn't come around anymore is because of that incident. Oh, is it? Is My speculation. So your speculation is really? correct. So essentially, you, you fucked one of our friends away. <laughs> I've seen her a couple of times since then, and she was never awkward around me. Well, we no, talked, no, no, we no. Hung out, but like, uh, the reason- then she went home and cut herself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Jonah's got a magic dick that makes people leave. Oh, they always leave. Uh, so, someone <laughs> said that I don't think I've ever seen Nick laugh this hard for one thing. Oh shit! You fucked one of our friends away. It's a funny laugh. Beginning of the show. Uh, I think so. I think so. <laughs> um. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Without, I don't know where to go. <laughs> I'm lost. I'm fucking laughing too much. Um, but I thought maybe while you're here, you can give us a little bit of feedback yourself. Like, well, I don't know. What, like, what I do don't know feedback? what. Like, do you remember any of this night? Yeah, you do. Yeah. See, that's what I want to know. Like, what, what, what was what was the Jonah thought process that night? Oh, I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, we've established. Let's just assume that's like. You know, I knew there was a connection there. I knew there was the a possibility, and I story. needed to uh, have some fun that evening. So, was there a conversation, or was it pretty much how I assumed? I, assumed I, th- it, I don't like... remember how it happened. I, I, like, it was like the end of a show. I remember that because okay, Is afterwards, like... like I walked out and I was like, hee hee hee, because everybody was clapping, and I thought it was kind of funny. But I remember talking to it about to it about the guy who. It's not often you get applause from other people after sex. <laughs> yeah, well... I mean, I usually applaud myself. But... <laughs> <laughs> but the, the the host of the party, the, the the man of stature, I remember talking to him about it afterwards and being like, I can't believe I did that at your house. I'm so sorry. See, this is the kind of stuff I and don't he, know. He said, it's okay. He said, you just got done being really, like, I think we just finished a show. I had a lot of stress. Like, I had just finished something. You got out all your stress. And she had just gotten out of a relationship, I think. Wow. That's amazing to me that he didn't be like, get out. No. Well, <laughs> Let me let me ask you a question. This is an honest question. And I me thought or, about this. Or Jonah. To Jonah. Okay. I don't care about your opinion. Awesome. <laughs> um, this is an honest question. <laughs> and I remember, and this sort of relates to, uh, I read a couple, I, I was a huge Morrison fan. I thought um, you were about to say Morrissey fan. I was like, no, no Luke, come on. what? Um, so I read a couple books on the doors. <laughs> CDs in the and there was a night, there was a dinner where uh, Jim, some record producer or whatever, invited some people over. And it was Jim Morrison and Janis Joplin were there. Mm-hmm. And they basically just put a bottle of Jack Daniels in front of Jim Morrison. And he said he drank, he didn't even feel like drinking that night, but he drank it because he was expected to. In your younger years, when you would be the epic Jonah That's drunk. That's a great question. Um, I know where you're going with this. How many? How I how much of it was you enjoying drinking versus and having a good time, which we all did. Mm-hmm. Me poking you or and Jonah? No, but what? <laughs> <laughs> and how much of it did you have times where you went? I don't feel like doing this, but I kind of it's a party and people people enjoy me, so maybe it's almost to please others. I guess I never thought of it as people enjoy me. Like I know that it's, you tell stories we do. now, very we do. enjoyable. Um, but at the time <laughs> when enjoyable. I was younger, I never realized that like there'd be people telling stories about my antics when I was older or younger. I got um, more. <laughs> there were there were nights where I didn't feel like drinking, and somebody's like, "Oh, I just have a drink," and I'd do a shot, and then after one shot or one beer, then it's like, "Oh, I got the taste in my it mouth." It flips and, the switch. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it just, it's just so cold once it touches your lips. <laughs> once it you touches know? your lips. Jonah the Tank. <laughs> <laughs> We're going streaking. Yeah. Where's Kate? <laughs> <laughs> Who I hear is going to make an appearance on Something Gate. Yeah. That's what Jared mentioned it at one point. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't she have another Kate inside of her now? I believe so. Yeah. Did you guys see that uh, another friend of ours is pregnant with a second? 
I did. Uh, congratulations to Miss Jillian Joy. Connelly, I, I knew Blanford, this. Blanford, Blanford Connolly. I just saw it today. I was held to secrecy. She well, told she, me she, the day of our recording. Alerted really? everybody, yeah. and but which is really funny because our recording in episodes, I think thirty three and thirty four. You were asking whether or not she's going to have more kids. She's like, yeah, that was we might that get another was dog. During, yeah, and then afterward, <laughs> and then afterward, she told me she was pregnant, and she's like, but don't tell anybody. I we're not when, telling people. When I saw the post, I, I, I showed it to Aaron, and she's oh, that's cute. And I said, oh, is that a baby, or are they getting another dog? Yeah. <laughs> The podcast precedes you, Jill. Uh, congratulations, man. So, That's Joe, awesome. I held a secret. Yep, I it. held it. I yeah, did not know up until today. The only person I told was my wife. For keeping it secret. <laughs> congrats to you, Rob. Way to shoot it. Yeah. Good <laughs> That's some good aim in there, Rob. Add <laughs> up, boy. Uh, I got nothing else for this show, guys. Let's I wanted see. to tell the Don story. Ah, uh, you did Don and the Bronco, right? Yeah. Well, the Don oh, is yeah. the guy who invented Don, the Bronco. Invented the Bronco. Uh, is, is this a story that will get Don uh, arrested after the fact or anything like this? this no, no. Okay. No, no. <laughs> see, anyway, it went along with Jonah's story. All so. right. All right. Very cool. Okay. So background: the Don is a guy I went to high school with. He was a wrestler, um, and he was built. I mean, the best body type I could give you was Fred Flintstone. You're kind of licking your lips right he now. Had, creepy. Yeah. He, had, yeah. he had like a long torso and very short stubby legs, and he was a stocky dude. And he was hilarious. And the Don invented this dance called the Bronco, which made it into my play. <laughs> See, I thought it was a sexual position for some reason. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> he would do this thing, and he would flail his little little legs back and forth. They were so, like, like stumps. And it was hilarious. And so there was a night the Don had a party at his house, his parents' house. And, like, they were out of town, so it was one of those where you spend, like, the weekend at the Don's. All right. And he had a girl over that he had been dating for about three months. And uh, we tore it up, tore it up. So that girl that night uh, went in his room and fell asleep in his bed earlier than, you know, everybody else. All right. The next morning, we're out picking up beer cans in the yard. Like, everyone was just tossing them in the yard. Mm Mm-hmm. And she comes out. She goes, I want to talk to you. And he's like, what? You know, what? And he's like, she goes, I can't believe you did that. And he goes, what? Like that. And she's like, you had the audacity to bring a girl to the bedroom I'm sleeping in and have sex with her on the floor next to me. And he goes, I didn't. Like that. And she goes, don't lie to me. I saw your Hale's ass going up and down, <laughs> and he stops and just smirks. <laughs> and she goes, don't you have anything else to say? And he'd not even break his face, just stayed, and he smirked. And she stormed out, and he turns around and he goes, well, that's over with. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. It was never really, like, we've told that story, but we never discussed, you know, why did you do that? It was just, it was such a perfect reaction to being caught. <laughs> he went for the lie. He went for the denial. She goes, I saw your pale ass going up and down on the floor. He's dating this girl. And it was, it was, I just, I rolled. I was on the ground laughing. That's fantastic. And then we partied that night and to you, Don. (laughs) Oh, uh, I, off topic, uh, I was going to bring up uh, Kevin Spacey. I don't know if you guys saw this in the news, but uh, there was a little uh, editorial about him. Apparently he's a... uh, uh, a guy who likes to prey upon production assistants in uh, the movies and shows that he's in. So, I kind of knew this. Yeah, so uh, apparently his M.O. is he'll invite a young male to go out to dinner or to watch a movie and talk about their future career or something like that. So and he's got this background now of a bunch of guys coming forward saying, yeah, Kevin Spacey wants to fuck me. You know, kind of. he's, he's mm. that guy. He's... You, M.O., younger guys and everything. Mm. Knowing that, say you have that background, Luke. If mm. Kevin Spacey and you were working on a set together, he's like, Luke, uh, you, you, know, you want to catch a show with me? Mm. And in the hopes that you could probably further your career or have Kevin Spacey be in a movie, do you go? I'd go. I wouldn't sleep with him. <laughs> be honest. Full disclosure. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Hey, I call bullshit. I actually, yeah. I actually knew this story. Um, a guy told me that he went, he had to deliver blue pages, which are changes to the script. Mm-hmm. 
And he was working. It was space he was in. I don't know what movie or show it was. It was years and years ago. And he delivered him to Spacey's hotel room, and he opened the door, and Spacey, like, answered in a robe. And <laughs> he could see in, and there was two guys and a girl or two girls and a guy in robes. And Spacey saw, like, took the pages and was, like, looking at him. And he saw the guy see that and looked at him and kind of gave him a smirk. And he said, you want to come in? Like that. <laughs> and he said, and he said, no, no, thanks. And he goes, all right, you know, have a good day. And they shut the door. So that's the, I, so you saying that, I went, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just thinking about like, you know, the, the possibility PA, is he PA might really want deliver. to talk about the movie. And there's the other possibility he just might want to sleep with you. So it's kind of you have to roll the hey, dice. I've had I've had men want to sleep with me before. Boy, when you're Luke. this handsome, you attract them all. <laughs> uh, we'd like to thank uh, our good friend Jonah for hosting us today. And uh, the beer tastes delicious. Oh, thanks for the beer. Do you have anything else today, Luke? No. Uh, Jonah, do you yeah. have anything else today? I don't think so. Really? I'm noticing that you know, little... This beer reminded me of um, that new movie. Oh, Pixels coming yeah. out? Is that going to be any good? It's an Adam Sandler movie, so... <laughs> yeah, it's a new Adam, that look... That, it's a new Adam Sandler movie. You know, movie. it's yeah. like and, they, they did this commercial where they're showing, oh, they were like name-dropping old video games to get you interested. Like, yeah. why is Pac-Man here? And there's Donkey Kong. And I was like, God damn it. it it's it's going to be, what, Ghostbusters with video game characters yeah. or some shit? I don't know. I don't want to talk about that. Might be a renter. <laughs> I, do, I do have something I want <laughs> you know to say. All right. Um... We went to this place in Plainfield called Tailwinds. Ooh. It's a distillery. They make their own rum and their own tequila. And I just want to give them a promotion because it was freaking awesome. They do Go for it. $10 tour. You get five samples. They got a, a bar made out of a, looks like an airplane wing. Name of it again? Tailwinds. Where's it at? Tailwinds. It's in Plainfield off of, on Eastern. Uh, Main Street and Eastern. Okay. So look to check it out. Tailwinds yeah, on Really Google. nice place. Who'd you go with? My family. My well, siblings well, all came out. We got why a, wasn't I invited? Because uh, you're not blood. <laughs> no. You're not blood. What's up, blood? <laughs> Listen to all the shows on the Disease Network. You're going to get a disease. Something gate. Um, that just happened. And Dosh Drunks. Ah, uh, for uh, Jonah and Luke, this is Nick. Go get a disease, everybody. Later. <laughs>